The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aiden Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Joey Cockle. How you doing, Joey? Good evening. I'm all right. How are you? I'm good, mate. Lovely to speak to you. And you, mate. Yeah. And, and we have oh. probably have to watch our P's and Q's now with the Emperor of Everton. Hi, Martin. How are you? I'm all right. The boss. The boss. Um, no comment. Well, comment a bit louder. That might help. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm uh, good. How are you guys? I'm good, mate. Uh, I got really cold on Friday, uh, Sunday racing my toy car. Uh, you were outdoors as well. Was, yep. it, it was, was it warmer was down nice. south? Yeah, it was nice. Really? Freezing up north? Yeah, well, it should be. You're up north. You're near Scotland. Well, it should be cold. Do you know what? We are not that far from Scotland. Exactly. Uh, especially if you do my map reading from the other week. Right. Um... Guys, Martin, who are we going to speak to today? Well, someone that definitely wasn't cold, straight from the uh, Florida champs, uh, Michael Orowski. Okay, you all right? Yeah, we're all good. How are you? I'm all good. Still, I'm actually still struggling to switch to the European time after Florida. So I've been sleeping not too well last week, but hopefully it's only a matter of a few more days. Wow, that's some sort of jet lag. Yeah, it's it's a week now already, so I'm kind of confused what's going on. Well, okay. Well, nice. Martin, did you get jet lag, um, you know, when you flew back in the States all those years ago? No. Because <laughs> I can't remember because it was so long ago. Wait, so long Martin, ago. you were in the States? Apparently so. Oh. Probably, it was that long ago, Joey, you probably got a boat. Yes. Oh. Yeah, okay. They didn't invent uh, planes back then. No, probably not. Um, sorry, back to Michael. Michael, um, I think the first question for me I've written down is, were you just happy to get on a plane for, I don't know, 10 hours and fly somewhere and race toy cars? It's been, it seems to be a long time since you've been able to do that. Yeah, I was uh, really looking forward to the race, uh, going to the US for the first time since uh, summer 2019. So it's been uh, over two years now. Uh, so that was really good. Um, I wasn't really looking forward to the flight and, and the trip itself uh, because that's that's a long, long trip and it takes takes forever. So, uh, so that was a bit difficult, but at the end, it was uh, all worth it. So definitely it was nice to be back uh, in the US. Okay. Um, when did you know you were going to go? When was it first thought that you could get, you, you, you could, we could get a Schumacher team over to the Florida Carpet Championships? I was contacted by Daniel Chavez from Beachline Raceway. Um, mm-hmm. It must have been something like March 2021, something like that, when we're all closed down and and didn't really know uh, what's going to happen later that year. Uh, so so basically, I I answered that it, it will be super nice to go, definitely, uh, with uh, all the big names already confirmed for for that event. Um, and then I spoke to Schumacher, and then they also contact, contacted Jorn about this race. And pretty much we had this race in the back of our minds for the whole for the rest of the year, but 
we doesn't really know uh, if we'll we'll be able to go because of travel restrictions. And then early November, the travel restrictions were lifted for uh, for US uh, for the EU uh, travelers, and it enabled that us to go. So we're really really happy about that, and we're glad and thankful that we could go there. Uh, and we. Uh... When you sort of heard about the travel restrictions lifting for Europeans going to America, were you straight on the phone to Trish? Were you straight on the phone to Yawn? Go, come on, come on, we're going to Florida. Yeah, we're all really excited about it. Uh, we we prepared quite a lot. I was preparing it in Poland, and Trish also came over to Poland to, to test. Uh, so we're all very excited to, to go there. And it was a really nice trip with uh, the three of us. And... Also, Jürgen Lautenbach from LRP joining us, and um, uh, Joran Skjöld, actually, Anna. Right, okay. Um, so, uh, have you been to Beachline before? No, no, this, this was my first time. I watched the videos from the previous ra races uh, over there in the Florida Corporate Championships, but I've never been to, to Beachline. I've been to Florida only once before, at this time, and it was in 2014 for the IFMAR Touring Car Worlds in Kissimmee, Florida. All uh, right, okay. okay. Um, so I, I think, I, I don't know what the other two did, but I, I was watching the, the videos of Beachland just, just as the thing started, and they sort of started with a video of everyone lined up outside, and they opened the doors and went round the track, and... Well, to idiots like us three, it just looked amazing. Um, what were your sort of first first impressions when you walked in? Yeah, it, uh, it was amazing. The, the track looked fantastic. Um, I was really looking forward to hitting it. We had our uh, pit spaces already reserved for us uh, near the entrance. So that was really nice from the crew and the track. And we're all sitting together and... Uh, had a really nice spot, so so that was really good. And then we started preparing the cars for uh, open practice. We had about three hours, and I thought that's plenty of time. But I, I actually finished uh, just before I I went to the line, and I made sure that I'll be in the first heat because I was kind of expecting a long line forming. So I stood for half an hour, I think, before they opened the track and went out in the first uh, first heat. So. Yeah, the, the track looked really nice. Um, I was kind of expecting a more kind of European uh, track layout like they had last year over there. So where you would carry lots of corner speed and not too many jumps. Um, but but this year there was this long sweeper with, where you carried tons of speed, especially on that banking on the second kink. Um, but the rest was pretty much hairpin jump, hairpin jump, uh, just like a usual US-style uh, dirt or clay track. Yeah, in fact, it was like hairpin massive jump, hairpin even bigger jump. Yeah, yeah. So so this, I think this was a bit difficult for us Europeans, and, and that's where the US guys could uh, gain a, an advantage because uh, us from Europe, we're, we're kind of used to carrying lots of speed around the corners and then having a few jumps on, on the track where here was more lining up for the jumps. So, uh, so, so yeah, that was the most important part of, uh, of being fast. I think that weekend. Okay. And did you, did you, did you enjoy standing in line for half an hour for your practice? Oh, that, that was terrible. My, my back hurts so much, uh, after, because I think, so they had open practice 
on the afternoon of Thursday and then in the morning of Friday. Mm-hmm. So after that was done, I was uh, really happy to just sit back in my chair and relax for some time because it was it was, yeah, it was gnarly for so many hours and literally I would only stand in the line. I would go go back from marshalling after my run. I would go back in the line and let Trish or someone else uh, do the work on the car that I would like to change or something like that. So so that was yeah, that was tough. Yeah, we we don't do it. We, we don't do that. We don't do that much queuing in the in Britain, and we love a queue. How um, how was uh, how was Joey Fisher? Yeah, he was he was great. Uh, he brought us uh, lots of drinks and and uh, food and paper towel, break cleaner. We borrowed his uh, activator uh, all weekend, so it was really nice to have him there and then. He brought us to Top Golf on Sunday, uh, so it was nice to to smash some balls uh, in the distance, and uh, yeah, relieve the frustration after two drive result. Uh, so yeah, it was tons of fun. It was really nice to meet him. A great guy, and hopefully next year we'll go again. Yeah, nice. I think he needs was, a bit more luck, doesn't he? Michael, was that your first race meeting with Brock as well as him as a Schumacher driver? Yeah, that was my uh, that was my first race with Brock as, as a teammate. I knew him yeah. before when he was with AE, but yeah. this was the first time. Was it quite good working with him at the track? Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, it was it was nice to get to know him better because I only knew him from kind of racing with him, and we didn't really chat much before that. So it was uh, nice to get to get to know him and. He was really fast uh, this weekend as well, uh, so it was, uh, yeah, it was nice to be put in with him, and we had a nice weekend all together. Well, one of the things I've also done is that the format of like a, a big American race is maybe slightly different from any OS because we, you run two and four wheel drive at the same time, rather than like two wheel drive and then four wheel drive. So, um, did you? Was that okay? You were quite happy trying to work on both cars, or did one car you feel need a bit more work than the other one? Uh, it was all right. I mean, uh, usually at EOS we always split it in half. Uh, the weekend split in half with two drive first all the way until finals, and then four drive from from practice to finals. Uh, so that's a bit easier in terms of uh, driving because you don't you don't need to switch driving styles and you always remember how the car felt from the previous run where here every time you went on the track you had a different car different feel and you had to drive differently so that was a bit difficult but that's how they always do it in the u.s i think and so we just had to adapt a little bit and um, even in poland sometimes they they also do the same like this so it wasn't too difficult Uh, in terms of working on the cars uh, we had Trish over there. He was uh, extremely helpful with uh, with the extra hands that we needed. Uh, so if we needed something, he was always there to help us, even if uh, with tires or the cars. And uh, to be honest, uh, with the format being open practice, and then we had only one round of sitting practice and then straight into qualifying, it was really difficult because it was difficult to judge during open practice what's the pace of the others and what's our pace compared to the others. Uh, so 
pretty much all the way until the seating practice on Friday afternoon. You didn't really know where you will line up. And so when the seating practice finished, I was seventh in tour drive in the first and four wheel. Mm-hmm. So so from that moment, we, need to, we needed to work a lot on the tour drive. And uh, until the end of the weekend, I, I didn't feel fully comf- comfortable with the car. Um, every run we tweaked uh, always something really small, something, something tiny, because I was fast. I was uh, I was third in Q1, second in Q2, and second Q3. So I was always there, but I felt like I was always missing that last bit needed to uh, to battle with Dakota. Uh, and unfortunately, I I think uh, all the way until uh, the end of the race, we couldn't find uh, that that perfect setup. Um, and then we stayed after the race, did a few runs with two drive, and got it absolutely dialed. So. Uh, it was kind of kind of annoying, but also good to know that we're pre- better prepared for next year. And uh, so, so this was a bit difficult because during open practice, we spent a lot of time on improving the tour drive, and we're going faster and faster. But in the same practice, it turned out it's not enough. So then, we needed to change something, but it was already qualifying. Right, uh, we're in fo- we're, yeah, when we're in four drive, it was uh, much easier. I was fastest in uh, in the seating practice by quite a bit, and I was feeling very comfortable with the car. And uh, we, I think, after seating practice, there was Q1. So after seating practice, we didn't change anything, and then went into Q1 and TQ that round quite uh, quite comfortably. And then we had, I think, open practice in the evening, and then also uh, some practice in the morning. I think before the finals and. Uh, we tried something in, in those runs and improved the car even more. So I had even bigger pace advantage. And uh, yeah, the four drive was just flawless all, all weekend. And you could see it on the on the results, I guess. Yeah, you can see it on the results and on the videos. Um, Jay Concept, Hannah Hardison put some, put all the A-mains, all three legs of the A-mains in two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. Uh, up on YouTube yesterday, day before, and you can see. Well, actually, looking at the four-wheel drive A-mains, you, you, I'm saying it now, you were that far ahead, they didn't, they didn't cover you. They didn't, you couldn't see your car because they, yeah, were, kind of, they yeah. were following the battle in, for second, third, and fourth, and you'd just see your car in the distance wander around. Um is that a difficult thing to do, just to concentrate on your own thing, think about maybe coming up, up against back markers? Or is that the way you prefer it, out in the front, leading the way? It's it's always nice to have a big lead. Uh, you can push quite quite a lot and, and and do some really fast laps and pull away even more, uh, where when you have someone right behind you, it's quite difficult to to go, to go at your qualifying pace. And uh, and pull away. Uh, so so for sure, it's it's nicer to do that. So I always try to make a small gap on, on, at the start, like I did in uh, in AU2, uh, where I had a really really fast start, and I already had a probably like a one second lead on the first lap, and then from there I just put in uh, lots of clean fast laps and pull away even more from Dakota, and and then on the last lap just slow down on the last few jumps to make sure I didn't make a mistake. Where in A1, uh, Dakota was quite close behind me because 
I had a small bubble, I think, on the second lap, and then, uh, but then he made a mistake on the next lap, and uh, then I just pulled away um, after a few laps and could cruise around. So, so yeah, the the four drive, the, the L1 Evo was amazing uh, all weekend with with the LRP power. It was really fast, and I didn't make a single mistake in all of the runs from seating practice until the second final and and yeah won all of them so so it was just a flawless weekend in in four wheel yeah it looked really good and then something i always struggle with is how much of the rest that if you are in in four wheel drive you've got a a clear lead how much of the rest of the race can you actually take in can do, do you know Who's second, third, or fourth? Are you listening to the commentator? What are you, what were you doing, or are you just focused on your car and six foot ahead? Um, it it usually kind of depends on the point situation in the finals. Uh, where here I won the first final, and then in the second one, I knew I just need to go for the win, so I didn't really bother too much who was uh, second or third, uh, but. Usually, from from my experience, where I have a big lead and then there's still uh, you know there's a fight in the in the points, so the, it's quite close in the points for the overall win. Then I kind of um, listen to who is second or third and and see if if I can do anything to you know help help myself to to boost me in the overall standings. But usually, usually you try to focus on your own race, but when there's uh, a very close fight happening behind you in second and third, you kind of have a peek once in a while and, and see what's going on because the announcer is going, like, you know, with, with Scotty, he is going crazy. There's a really close fight going on. So sometimes at the US, I, I must admit, when I was leading, I was kind of having a, a peek at what's going on behind me and seeing who will end up on top. Okay, yeah. I, I suppose you can do that. You can be winning and look round. As soon as I start looking round for other people, that's when I just drive it into the side of the, the stand yeah. or something like yeah. that. Actually, at Florida, uh, Jorn was starting 10th because he bumped up from B-Main and he had some amazing finals and he was going through the field and I could hear the announcer announcing his name in like 4th or 5th, something like that. So I was kind of in the peak where he is and if he's able to get on the podium, actually, because uh, I think he had a, he had a chance. Right, okay. And I, I, did you run your the full the third leg of the four wheel drive? A-Main? No, no, no. You're not uh, allowed to if you win A one and A two in this race, just like EOS and ETS. Oh, you're not allowed to. Yeah, it. They want to prevent you from uh, teamwork or kind of you know trying to uh, to help someone uh, with blocking someone or just trying to influence the overall result after you've already won won the meeting. Oh, uh, right. Okay. But of course you wouldn't do that. You would never do that, Michael, would you? <laughs> uh, definitely. Yeah, I would try to help my teammate. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I admit I, I've, uh, before the rule, the rule was introduced at EOS a few mm-hmm. times. I, in A3, I would, do something to to help my teammate. I would never take someone out intentionally, but of course not. No. Do some do some blocking or kind of um, take some weight off of my teammate's shoulder by 
giving him some gap uh, in front of me and blocking the rest of the field. So yeah, I've I've done that before. Okay, but we'll, we'll have to, uh, Martin. I think we'll have to change the phrase from the Bish train to the Michael train. <laughs> um, you know, Tony Bishop is really famous for backing up the field. Um, it, it's perfectly fine, perfectly fine. Um, so four-wheel drive, have you said, you've used the word yourself, flawless, um, look really good. Um, what were you, What do you think you were, you were lacking in two-wheel drive? Or, or was Dakota just leagues ahead from the very beginning? Um, to be honest, it's difficult to say. Um, I think with... Because there was a lot of track time, but we didn't really know what's what's the pace we should be doing uh, so you can actually say that we didn't have much time to to work on the car setups because when you're doing practice by yourself or when you're on the track you know with some other slower drivers you can tune the car to to your feeling so the car feels good and uh, but then you go into sitting practice and you see Dakota doing those really fast laps and then you're trying to push to go same the same as his pace and then the car starts doing weird things on the track and you're not able to to follow him around so that was a difficult part and uh we just didn't have the right setup uh in the seating practice and then because we we were quite close we're always in the top three from Q1 uh, all the way for qualifying, and the pace wasn't too bad. Uh, so so we're always, we didn't want to ruin the car, so we we would make really small changes, and I think that wasn't enough. Uh, so looking back at it, I think we we did all we could. I don't think, uh, I don't think if, if we would do it again, uh, we would do something differently. It was just a case of being kind of unlucky and not having the right setup at the at the start of uh, of seating practice, and then kind of uh, trying to salvage a good result with it. And mm-hmm. the car was still good. I was uh, I was able to qualify third, and even with the super pole, so the car was still there, but it was just not perfect. Which I needed to to fight with Dakota, oh. um. So so yeah, definitely second place was possible. Um, in the A two and A three, I just had a single mistake in both of those runs, um, that ruined my chances. But it yeah, it was uh, kind of uh, I can say easy actually to finish second, uh, with yeah, how yeah. the finals uh, plan panned out, uh, but. Just uh, yeah, a costly driver mistake and probably some bad luck with the traction roll in A3. Yeah, I, I think if anyone watches the two-wheel drive A main, I was slightly distracted by the terrible marshalling <laughs> at, um, at the end of the straight. Yeah. There was a guy there, don't know who he was, you know, baldy-headed fella, if he, he wasn't even paying attention. So if any of these guys, if you're re-watching the um, two-wheel drive A mains from Florida, just inside the track, end of the straight, Marshall there, you can see when Dakota goes past, he's not even looking at him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would probably blame, put any mistakes down to, to that individual, whatever that person's name might be. Um, I, I shouldn't have crashed, so... 
And yeah. if I if I didn't crash, I wouldn't need him. So so it's all all entirely on me. Uh, so it's yeah. just a just a lesson for the future, I think. Um, I'm pretty sure if we got the car right, I I could uh, I could get a better result definitely in tour drive. Uh, because I know that I could drive clean runs on this track with with a good car like in four wheel. Uh, so I think in two drive it was a case of me pushing it to the limit, uh, trying to go with uh, the pace of the Dakota, and uh, just uh, run out of some luck and uh, some talent at that moment, I guess. <laughs> I just got a couple of questions left. Um, one of them was, um, was it? I have a. A, a dream, Michael. Literally, it's a dream that like all the, the like the world's top drivers, you, Yawn, Ryan, Ty, Dakota, and, and you know you were all there at Florida Championships. Um, that was probably like the first time you'd all got together in I don't know maybe two years. Was, was it nice to see those guys? Or yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. was it nice to beat those guys? Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I mean, right after tour drive, because that was the the last run of of the weekend. I was so gutted uh, because uh, I was hoping I could fight with Dakota for the overall championship in the whole race. Uh, so at that moment, I was really gutted, and and on, on Sunday evening, I was I was still not happy with uh, how it ended up, but. Honestly, looking back at it, uh, having all those guys there and and looking how much uh, how much different the the track was to what we're used to, um, I think it was a really good result to 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 win uh, four drive and finish behind Dakota in the overall championship with uh, having all those guys there. It was pretty much like uh, indoor worlds in ten scale off road, uh, probably without Bruno. Uh, because Bruno wasn't there, but pretty much everyone else that that is competitive uh, in ten scale off road on carpet was there. So, uh, so, so yeah, definitely was. Uh, it's it's nice because after COVID and uh, and not racing those guys, we didn't really know where we are. Uh, but now we know, and uh, hopefully next year we can do one better in the overall championship. How considering obviously. You've had what a year and a half, two years off from big international meetings. How how do you prepare yourself? Um, obviously, obviously, the guys, obviously, the Americans have obviously been racing for for a long time since COVID, anyway. But obviously, for 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 you guys in Europe and obviously the UK and stuff, they're all a bit. Everyone's yeah. probably a bit rust, rusty. So, how do yeah. you uh, how do you how do you tackle that? Mm, I I've done a lot of uh, practice at my local track and uh, also throughout the summer when uh, Europe opened up I I've been racing a lot so in terms of my own driving uh, I am probably the most confident I have been ever in in my career uh, especially after after this weekend uh, so so in terms of driving I I was feeling very good going to Florida I've I've done uh, three days just before traveling uh on the track uh and uh and yeah, just enjoyed myself over there and i've done lots lots of racing recently so so i was really confident with that and i think the the biggest issue for us was how to deal with the pressure of such a big event 
because the guys in the US have been racing those big uh, national events uh, all the time uh, where we didn't have Euros or, or EOS for a very long time but luckily we had races like the the Zoom series uh, I, I went to workshop um, I was at ETS a few times and uh, just had a few kind of not very big events like this one or like EOS but events where there was really tough competition and I was able to let's say TQ or, or be high, quite high up uh, on the grid and and still deal quite well with the pressure even with all that uh, all that time without racing so so I wasn't I was feeling very confident for for Florida uh, in terms of preparation um, with my mindset and my driving so so I didn't have too much issues with that I think oh amazing question Joe uh, that, that, that was literally my next question well done um, nah. I, I hate it when you steal my questions Joe <laughs> you'll have to you'll, you'll have to disappear for another couple of weeks okay um, that can be arranged. Speak to my boss. <laughs> yeah, 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 I do, Joey. That's why you're never here. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Um, okay, um, Michael, what, what's your plans now? You're back from Florida. You get over your jet lag. I know you were your your home track uh, earlier this week, getting a lot of laps in. What what events have you got coming up? Yeah, um, I was I was planning to go to the US carpet off-road champs in Cleveland this weekend but unfortunately I, I wasn't able to go there uh, so so that was uh, that was cancelled for me so I have uh, I have ETS uh, next weekend and then I will have uh, a Polish race on EOS carpet uh, Polish mm-hmm. nationals in the middle of December and um and then I think uh, January will be quite busy. Right, okay. Um, if, if we're not all locked inside again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's getting a bit weird again. Yeah, it's getting kind of kind of scary, so mm. uh, we'll see. But I have, uh, I think, five weekends in a row from 9th of January, so this will be quite busy, so I'm... Looking forward to the Christmas and New Year's break, and then uh, go back at one hundred percent. Nice, That's perfect. Uh, and then, um, are you are you going or are you planning to go to the eighth world in Redavan? Um, not sure. Uh, it will all depend if I have enough time uh, and no ten scale clashes. And uh, yeah, we'll see. It. I would like to go. Uh, I'm sure it will be difficult on this track, uh, but I might. I might go. We'll see. Like I suppose, you just see. You just have to wait and see what your calendar is like. Yeah. Um, exactly. uh, have you qualified? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm actually a vice Polish champion. I think in eight skill. Right, I think okay. uh, Berkin Kilic is the, the the champion, and then I'm I'm second, so I think I should be qualified as as a Polish national driver. Wait, okay. how how does that work? Um, they came it... over for for a few rounds, and yeah, 
Do they not do German nationals, though? Uh, I think they do both. Can you technically qualify through both? Uh, I, I think so. It, I, I think... Po- Poland, Poland doesn't have any strict rules in terms of uh, our uh, nationals, so it's quite quite free. So I'm, I'm sure they could drive us. Uh, I remember, I think, at the 2016 Las Vegas Worlds, uh, Daniel Kapovic was uh, was looking for for an entry because he couldn't get one via Sweden or Norway, and he oh. was driving there as a Polish driver. So, it's... gotcha. Hey, all right, Aiden, there's l- Aiden, there's luck for you yet. You can qualify for another country. Oh, come on, with that, I'd have to find out whether San Marino has got a track. <laughs> uh, whether Liechtenstein has got any nitro drivers at all. Um, something like that. I think it's Joey. I think it's only us who have crazy rules regarding representing other uh, countries or other nationals. I think it's a a specific UK or BRCA issue that other people have had. I think the, some of the other European countries are a, a bit easier than us, as in to race somewhere else. Okay. Uh, because I think you know, Carlson represented other countries, didn't she? Because of the rules they had, some anyway, it, it's great. Well, that was that was down. That was down to age, wasn't it? Norway yeah. didn't allow anyone under the age of like eighteen or something to do motorsports or some shit like that. So. Something like that. But I think I think it's a it's like a BRCA issue. I'll not be funny. The emperor of everything can probably answer that later. Um, so, Michael, um, uh, um, you've been at the track this week. Are you going on the track again? What's uh, I've, I've just spoken to Trish, okay? Huh? And he says you're perfectly fine to just to tell us about all of the new secret parts that you're mm. testing. So if you just want to start a list, give us some part numbers, what they're going to do, those kind of things, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh... All I can say it's well, it will be for sure an improvement all the time when something new is released. So you honestly thought he was gonna give it all away? Well, one day, Joe. One day that line might work. But yeah, maybe. Clearly not today. Well, uh, Michael, um, congratulations! It, it, you know, it, it was great to follow. It, it looked like a great event for the people who run the Florida Carpet Championships. Uh, it, I, I'm really happy that uh, Chavez invited you all those months ago because it was great. I think we all watched it. It seemed to be like the big event that weekend in RC and the world. I thought the coverage was great. It was great to see. And then, you know, J-Concepts have put some lovely new videos out with all the A-mains. And what me... Joey and Martin were most worried about is whether Joey Fisher would slow you down. But he seemed to slow himself down a lot, not charging his batteries, getting a puncher, doing those things. So it's great that he didn't distract you. Yeah, he, he had a tough weekend, but at least he, were, he smashed all of us in, in golf. So I guess yeah, that was his highlight. Yeah, um... Yeah, I think you need to work on your golf swing there, Michael. <laughs> I have a golf range uh, quite close to my home, so I'll probably go practice before next year, Florida. Carpet. Yeah. Champs. 
I think he needed a longer club. You're quite tall, aren't you? So a longer club, I think, probably would have helped you. Probably. Um, I don't. I don't know if they if they had any longer ones. Yeah. Or don't take golf too seriously because it's not a serious sport. <laughs> it, it looked quite fun. That that looked like the funnest kind of golf I've ever seen. There was lights and things along those lines. That's great. Oh, and before we let you go, do you happen to know where David Wanafalk is going? Uh, he does. No, he, no. does he does. He does. <laughs> you know, I, don't you? I know. Uh, I don't know a little, a little bit. I don't know the exact brand, but I know some details. Uh, don't, don't don't tell us. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. I don't want to no. hear. I, no, no. But but he clearly, you clearly, you know. Well done, mate. Great, great skills. Great skills. Uh, but uh, I was kind of, uh, kind of shocked. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's. Nice to see him with uh, Avismatics for Touring Car. It'll be nice to, to race against him at ETS. I'm curious how, how he'll go, and uh, yeah, I'm curious what he'll do for 8 scale and 10 uh, scale off road. Yeah, so um, do we need to be sending Schumacher family t shirts to uh, Sweden? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Keelan's going to love that information. Keenan's going to love that. Michael, it's brilliant. Thanks very much for your time. Before we let you go, would you like to thank your sponsors? Uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me once again. It's always a pleasure to, to come here. And uh, thank you to Schumacher, LLP, PowerHD, MF33, Montec, Sonoma, Tony Sport, Trivbits, Clinic, A-Paint, and TKR Graphics, and Coracy. I think that's, that's all of them. That's brilliant, but it has actually reminded me of another question. Yeah. Um, that Montec carpet shell with yeah. the big, does it really make a difference? It does, yes. Like, like, like what? Is it more, more steering? Ste always, you, you quick guys always want more steering, don't you? Because we're going so fast, the guy needs to steer more. Oh. Dear. <laughs> Okay, yeah, they're not right. they're not stock races, Aiden. Oh. No, no, I suppose <laughs> not. Yeah, stock stock races can probably get weathered the job. But Michael, again, thanks for your time, mate, and we'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, mate. Thank you, guys. Bye, bye. Thank you. Well, that was great speaking to Michael. Always great to catch up with him. You know, we've had about a, a ten minute break now because we've been trying to get more information regarding David Ronafalk from Michael, but. There's no information there. Um, and also, Michael confirmed that... We're not supposed to say this. That there's yeah. no changes in Michael's race programme for 2022. So, you might as well just file that away, Keenan. No changes going on there. Um, yeah, yeah Keenan, chill out. Chill out, Keenan. Chill out. We definitely don't know anything more, anything more about David Ronafalk. Clearly didn't. Clearly, Craggy, even though he said he would, didn't speak to his Swedish mates and give us any information after coming on last week. Um, but it's important that we do thanks, Neil. It was great to speak to Neil uh, last week. Um, clearly, people enjoyed it. Um, and again, he just follows it up with a, another dominating win at Workshop. Boom. I mean, exactly, exactly. Standard um, crag comes on this, comes on here, and then wins. This and is then the wins. way. 
It is the cruddy way. So next year, when the when the, the world is in Spain, get Craggy on the week before, and he'll win. Or Mike Craggy up for the entire week of the Worlds, he's bound to win. Yeah, there's going to be some X-rated stuff probably that comes out of his mouth. So. Sure, there was going to be to- total pro, total pro. Um, talking about things uh, for the world and eighth, and I, I can't believe we didn't mention it to Michael. Um, what about J Concepts, Robert? I don't even know what they are. What what are J Concepts trying to sell me to put inside my tire? Something weird. I don't know. As you, the drivers, you're supposed to have these ideas. I've said J concepts. It's, it, it, it looks like it looks like the off cut of a tire. And then people were talking about glue in the inside of the tires. Have you guys ever done that? No. In the inside, no. So someone was talking on Facebook that, that you know, it would be the same as gluing the inside wall of your tire. Effectively, wow. yes. Well, yeah, because if you're at a BRC-sanctioned national, you can't glue the outside of the top. You also can't glue the inside of the top. And if you do it, you'll get caught. Well, is there a rule about glue using there one is. of these things? Glue yeah, there is. But, 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 um, you're like the chairman. You should know now. Well, well, I should know every single rule. Yeah. There is a there is a rule in place saying that you can't glue the outside wall of the tires. That's you right. Can't man, you can't manipulate the tire to, to make it yeah. better. So, right. in in my eyes, the the these J concepts things technically probably fall under that rule as well because they're manipulating the tire. I suppose it depends if you could feel them. You know, it's one of those things. You, if you can, if you can feel them, then you can scrutinize against them. But if you can't feel them from the outside or something like that, it'd yeah, be but, probably very. But difficult. then, if you if you have a uh, an inkling that someone is using these things or is doing, you're going to go and cut their tires open and say, "Oh, you're right. You're 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 absolutely fine. We, you've done nothing wrong." Or you're going to find someone and say, oh, yeah, you're cheating. See you later. Okay. I'm nice. Is it something that we tend to use in either running an Astro on carpet or is it like more of a dirt thing? I don't know. Nah, it's, it'll be, it's, it'll... it's for high traction. Oh, is it? All right. It's okay. Yeah. It's for high traction because it's to stop the sidewall collapsing and becoming inconsistent. So we're adding the inner rubber support adapter, as they're calling it. Is it really co- so it's called an inner rubber support yeah. adapter? The sidewall effectively becomes much harder. It allows... I'm reading this off. I'm not talking crap. I'm reading this off their website. Okay. It becomes much harder and allows a driver to enter through their arcs and radius turns on the racetrack. Oh, okay. Is that why we went to a low-profile cut stagger rather than the old cut stagger? You know, and I only ever see the yeah. old ones is when I misorder them. But but to be fair, if you look on J Concept's site at the, uh, they got the tire cut away showing 
the in there. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like they're kind of made to fit their tires because it's curved to fit in there. Oh, okay. But, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. But who knows? It, it's something that will have to be looked at and, you know, behind yes. the scenes. If, so if so don't start... It, it, it'll don't, be made, so let's just don't see. don't start rushing out to buy them, kids, because they might be useless. I'm not being funny, Joe. You've just made, made basically made everyone rush out and buy them. That's absolutely fine. More points for me at nationals than everybody's disqualified. I love it. I would love it. We're getting extra a sharp set of scissors so we can cut people's front tires open. I love it, but. I, I, that's actually why a very good point. Why man. would you need to cut them open? Well, to, you wouldn't need to cut them open to prove that there was something no, in because there. Because you you would just feel them. The tire would be if you anyone out there take a tire and shove loads of glue on the inside of it and stick it on the rim and feel the tire. You can tell because okay. guess what? One side of the tire is a lot harder than the other, and then if you glue both sides, the whole tire just feels all stiff. Oh right, okay. I noticed that. I think I was gluing one of me as I glued one of my cactus on. I must have put too much glue on the insert. So as I was like, like, oh, you had like glue, a glue lump in it. And you literally a massive glue lump in the middle of me tire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, if it if it was important, I would have put a new set of tires on. But I thought it'd be fine, it'd be great. Uh, and at some point, it did look like I was driving around with a fifty pence wheel. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot to ask Michael, but that just reminded me um, that my friend Miklos, literally, if you're my friend, I'm just going to stop a podcast and just ask the question. My friend Miklos would like one of those Aromax carbon and honeycomb alloy pit boards. Um, they're Yeah, they're not available anywhere. But if you've got one, if you've regretted the purchase of one of those things, and I think the bag to put it in is 70 quid. (laughs) Something ridiculous, but Miklos really wants one. So if you've got one and you don't use it, um, please contact my mate Miklos Abedos on Facebook or message me or do something along those lines. See See what I mean, Miklos? Stop a podcast, ask that question. Um, Martin, we mentioned it at the very beginning. Uh, You went racing outdoors. It's you know, we had Storm Arwen up in the north. Yeah. You seem to have a nice sunny day. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was stormy Friday and Saturday, but I think come Sunday, it was dry, the sun was out, the wind had calmed down. It was, for winter racing, it was a really nice day. Well, TQ and win? Yeah. Yeah, it was my first time racing outdoors it, i was wet to begin with in the morning mm-hmm. using the new um hobby wing speedo very impressed. Oh, okay yeah very impressed with it in the wet um and the ld2 i used ben smith's mendip setup from obviously when it was wet car was mm-hmm. absolutely awesome you know, I made a few changes through the day as the track drive. Yeah, it was, it was very good. A, a good meeting. Um, yeah, really enjoyable. Uh, there's a, a lad that's been racing probably about, about two years called Cameron Pollinger. Um, he's been really working down the track, practicing. He, he, he does a lot with setup. 
And he actually managed to come second as high as he's come at club race. And just thought it deserved a little bit of a mention because he drove really, really well. So good, well, to, see, cool. good to see different faces doing well. I, I, that's what it's all about. Yeah, good. Uh, Ratworks was just very cold. I don't know whether it was better, worse that some of us had heaters. And so you felt fine where you pitted. But then when you went to race, it was so cold. It was literally zero or below zero, outdoors and indoors. There was snow. And when I say snow, I mean Liverpool snow, which to everyone else is just a bit of sleet. I thought but, that was you know, like cocaine. Yeah, you know, scousers don't do snow, mate. We just don't do it. It leaves footprints. It's very easy for the police to track us. Um, you know, I, it may be some of our international listeners... Probably I won't have seen the weather, but we had like a say Storm Arwen. And the worst thing that happened basically in Storm Arwen, in our entire country, was that the highest pub in the country got snowed in for three days while having a, an Oasis tribute night. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was literally it. That was the thing, you know, two inches of snow, our country kind of stops and doing those things. Certainly in Liverpool. But it was a really good day. It was probably could be one of our last days at Ramp Works. Um, right. as we move out from there with to do something else which has to remember that if we have to run on slippy floor shall I just run Ben Smith's Mendip setup? yeah I would actually do you think I best well I was, I was gonna I was gonna say I best rebuild my ball diff but clearly that's not gonna happen is it um, mm-hmm. I'll just send one to Eddie and he can come back um, yeah. is there Anything else we need to chat to? Joe, are you ever going racing again, Joe? He ain't going to answer, is he? Oh, he's there. Um, not for a while. I've got no weekends off in December at all. Um, uh, and I don't think I've got a weekend off until probably the third week of January either. So no, okay. basically. Okay. I think we'll need, what we do need, because we do miss you when you're not here, mate. Mm. Okay, so I think what we, if it was nice, that if we know that you're not going to be here, if you could maybe write us a little letter or some notes, uh, I'll okay. let you know who the guest is, and then you can sort of be involved even though you're not here. Is that okay? So Absolutely the next, so if you give just give us a bit of a heads up, we will mm-hmm. just get a bit of communication from so write, write notes what? and like do some prep. No, 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 no! Come on, you know, just but just some things for Joe. Let's not, let's not try and go crazy, Martin. Yeah, but this you is know. the guy that it takes me like a week just to arrange twenty minutes of playing Halo on a Tuesday. Are night. you sh- are you shitting me? <laughs> Language. I wasn't but, laughing at that. Literally, was... literally, you you text me yesterday evening, and then you text me about six o'clock. So that wasn't a week, Martin. It was a day and a. In a bit. This is the man of. Do you want to play Halo tonight? What time? Nothing. It's like tumbleweed. Just yeah. It's because I was I was busy. This watcher. So you ain't gonna get any notes. He was busy. I'm I was sure. doing housework. Oh my god! I was doing the washing up and the washing, and feeding the dogs. Okay. Wow. Well, so yeah, okay. going to. You're not gonna get any. You're wasting your time with that one. You, I'm sh- wow. I am sure I've got faith in Joe. Next time Joey's not going to hear, we're going to have a, like a little notes from Joey regarding what's going on in RC. That's exactly what's going to happen. I know it's going to be brilliant. 
I now know that Jamie Docking is going to be really upset that we've talked about video games. But to be honest, I'm playing a bit of Halo Infinite. Is it Halo Infinite? Yeah. Yeah, I'm playing a bit of Halo. It's free for you know people with decent consoles and weirdos with um, PCs. Aiden, you have a PC. Uh, I have a, a, I have you a can't play StarCraft without a PC. Yeah, but StarCraft's a 16-year-old game. It'll, it'll run on everything, so it's okay. Uh, and, okay. And if you're a real crazy StarCraft player like me, you play on really low detail, so your units move smoother. That's a little skill there. But that, no more esports stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nerd is the perfect thing. I think a few people got shouted that at Sunday at Southport. Um, guys, it was brilliant to speak to Michael. It was great to speak to Neil beforehand. We've got lots of great people lined up. Oh, so I tell you somebody we can out for never even reading a message of mine. Go on. Okay. And I'm going to out him. And there's literally, I don't think there's anyone bigger in 10th off road. Well, he's not going to listen, is he? If he's not answering your messages, he definitely don't listen to them. He doesn't even look at them. But if anybody comes across Brent Telkey, <laughs> okay, anybody comes across Brent Telkey, could they just turn around and say, Brent, could you read your emails? Could you look at your Facebook messages? If Russ or Chris were uh, from the Grid Talk podcast are listening to this, maybe use your CML associated contacts to try and get hold of Brent Telkey. But literally, I, I was, I don't know why. I thought, I think you put a post on regarding Florida Carpet Champs. And then I thought, oh, I'll just message Brent Telkey. As I tend to, just randomly message eight people and see who comes back. And I, I remembered and I figured out it was, it's nearly been exactly four years since I first messaged Brent Telkey to come up and he hasn't read a message since. So maybe he doesn't do his own Facebook, maybe he gets someone else to do that for him. But if Maybe he doesn't like us. I don't think we're big enough to really... I'm not being funny, we're, we're kind of vanilla and middle of the road, aren't we? I don't think we do anything to upset anybody. You know... Yeah, you every, do. You just mess, message them 19 times a, a week. <laughs> You know, I must admit, when you get to a point where you're not replying, I will just turn around and use that classic line of, if you just want to say no, that's fine. If you don't answer, I am going to keep asking. Um, but I've been also been very good that I've, I haven't messaged David on a Falcon Aston, but um, we'll, we'll see what that's going on. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully that turns out in the next couple of weeks. That'll be a great silly season. Uh, Cavs changed his, his engine, gone to something else I've never heard of before. Uh, oh, though we don't tend to mention as much, actual real Mayarco buggies have started appearing. Now, Apparently hands so, on yeah. heart, I never thought that would ever actually happen. So, well done, people. You thought it was an April Fool's joke, didn't you? Well, I just thought it was going to take longer and longer, but I've definitely seen some pictures of proper prototype Mayarco buggies with their names on and things along those lines. So, good luck to them. Good luck to them. You know, I'm not funny. If they manage to sign David Ronoff, I'll, I still assume he's going to affinity. If if they manage to sign that, then that would be amazing. But again, anyway, guys, is there anything else before we go? I don't think so. Martin, any Thank secret? Neil Craig for last week. He just did more wow. than once. There you go. There you go. So, Joey had a lunch break during the first bit, and I don't know what. 
important BRCA things Martin's been doing now. But, you know, we'll figure those bits out. Please. When did I have a lunch break? I just assumed you had a bit of a lunch break in the middle of the first section. No, I was just letting you and Michael waffle on. No, that, that, that's fine, mate. I, you know, was, I, was, of... I was thinking of my question. And it was worth the wait. Exactly. The wait. Uh, See? Joey, as you have turned up, would you like to thank your sponsors? Jeez, I oh, know. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the guys at Schumacher, Robin, Trish, Muzz, all the guys in Factory, uh, Freddie Russell, Factory Fred Racing, Brian, Preddy, at Screws for RC, uh, Sean Gregson at RC House, uh, the guys at Red, and as always, even though we haven't done anything, the old man. Well done, mate. And um, Sofidel UK for, you know, keeping me away from the track. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, if we could all make sure we bombard them with extraneous forklift truck driver requests. Yeah, stop buying toilet paper, everybody. Just yeah, then I can go racing. Toilet. Stop buying toilet paper. Yeah. And st- actually, no, paper. start start panic buying toilet paper. So the factory is empty. Uh, so there's no point me going to, to be there because it'll be empty. Mate, it's well worth it. Guys, um, thank you too. Please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. Um, I spent try and listen to lots of things. I did. Uh, one of our great friends, RC Kevin, did some great videos from Quebec. They are in French-Canadian, which I realize is completely different from French. Uh, it's like a lot of French words, and then RC car is brilliant. So please check out all the things and we will see you all next week. Fingers crossed with an excellent guest and maybe these two again. Cheers, boys. Speak to you later. Bye now. Bye-bye. Goodbye.